Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, I have a dream from Amy that has to do with high school rumors and apocalyptic hoaxes. We also have some great catnaps about talking fish and Mm. cucumber splinters and Indiana Jones and the Rolling Stones. Hey, pretty good. Love it. And I'm also continuing our topic of our sleepwalking murder cases. Let's see if Mindy can guess the outcome. All right, bestie. It's another week, episode 94. Let's get started. Woo! Hi, Mindy. Hello, beautiful, darling friend of mine. (laughs) Welcome back. So lovely. Thank you. How are you? Here we are. We're here. I'm good. (laughs) I'm great, actually. Uh, Nope. I'm... Stupendous? (laughs) What's a word? (laughs) That's as good. Like, what's as a word great. other than fine? Like, um, I'm, dandy. Dandy. I'm dandy. I am <gasps> so dandy. Today. I like. Yeah, that. I'm dandy yes. too. <laughs> good. Uh, okay. Welcome to the dandy, dandy, delicious, delicious dandy, dandy podcast. Delicious dandy darlings. <laughs> oh, the delicious dandy darlings podcast. We're it's switching new. our format. <laughs> We're talking about surprise. Delicious dandies. <laughs> <laughs> How many ways can you eat a dandelion? <laughs> but no, it's good to see your face. Yeah, you too. Here we are for another episode. Good times. Always. I've got a dream to start yes. from Amy. Amy, You'll Amy. appreciate the spelling, A-I-M-E-E. Oh, Amy, okay. <laughs> and they go by they, them. All right. And Amy is from Atlanta, Georgia. Thanks, Amy. And they titled this dream... Humanity's greatest sin. Oh, this is going to be yeah. deep. It's a heavy hitter. It's, it's a heavy start. hitter. Let's get going. They begin. When I was 16, I had the most vivid dream of my life that I still remember four years later. I was at school having a bad day. Mm-hmm. While trying to get through the day, I overheard multiple classmates talking to each other about a weird hoax going on. Ooh. About how higher beings actually exist and are bringing the end of times. Hmm. But that's not a funny hoax. Is that a hoax? No, or right? Is, or is that something real, like, rapture thing happening? <laughs> right. I'd rather have the hoaxes that are like, uh, if you park on these railroad tracks, yeah. ghost kids will push it off at midnight. Yeah, like, I don't like... Those are way more fun. Yeah, I don't like these scary ones where it's the end of the world. <laughs> end of time. The tone of how people talked about it was similar to how hoaxes are usually treated. Some people believe it, while others tend to make fun of the prospect of humanity's ending. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. I love it. (laughs) As the day went on, everyone was talking about it to the point where the teachers got peeved by the distraction at every class. Uh Uh-oh. They're like, just stop talking about it. We heard it already. (laughs) Focus on math. Come on, math, right now. By all means, it was nothing more than a doomsday hoax brought on by religion and tabloids trying to make a quick buck. Yep. By the end of the school day, I was able to figure out the full story. Wow. The story is in quotes. Story. <laughs> Amy's doing their research. Right. Like, I mean, Amy. I'm on Snopes. I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> is it real? Is Amy's it not? doing the real work here. <laughs> and quickly. In one day? Yes. By the end of the yeah, day? Way to go. Gotta figure out. Rapture real or not. Gonna gonna go look online. Apparently, these higher beings were set to bring the end of times as a punishment for, quote, humanity's greatest sin, unquote. Obviously, it was unsettling, but it seemed so blatantly untrue. (laughs) Everything about it screamed hoax. Yeah, but we still believe those things. I mean, look at the National Enquirer. I mean... Right? It's still around for a reason. It's still around for a reason because we still read that shit and kind of believe it, kind of don't believe it. 
And I want to get you for your birthday. Note, buy Brooke <laughs> a subscription to National Enquirer. Oh, I buy Mindy a subscription <laughs> to National You're going to get yours about a week before I get mine. <laughs> That's true. All right. Amy goes on. At the dinner table that night, my mom talked about it with disdain due to the obvious cash grab of it all. Yeah. I went about playing video games and reading comics before bedtime. I went to bed just like any other night, but I woke up. And I was still in the stream. Oh, fake wake. Uh-huh. I got dressed and headed to the living room, but no one was there. That was highly unusual for my family, as they always liked to keep the TV on before work. At the time, I lived in California, and I always liked the morning breeze, so I stepped outside to cool my nerves. The moment I stepped outside, I was greeted by tall, dead grass. It was Mm. the kind that hurt in a weird way when it hit the skin and it was brown in a creepy, dull kind of way. That's not good. Anywhere that didn't have tall, dead grass was just overly dry dirt. Above me was gray sky. Hmm. No sunlight to keep the planet warm, but no rain either. Hmm. That's not going to help anything grow. No sunshine (laughs) and no rain. Death. It just sounds like a lot of death. death. The best way to describe it (laughs) <laughs> all was death. <laughs> I should have read the next sentence. The best way to describe it all was death. You did a good job describing it because we all got <laughs> death from it. <laughs> Everything felt dead and without a confirmation, I knew for whatever reason, I was the only person left alive. Ooh, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I was there for a reason and was just never told what the reason was. I had so many questions... But then I woke up Oh! in real life for school, left without answers. Oh, okay. They go on to add. There's a little bit of sub note here. I love a sub note. <laughs> Asterisk. Footnote. <laughs> um, or is it like the little carrot? Depends on how many footnotes you have, whether it's yeah, like an like asterisk, a carrot, and one. Sometimes they number it. Yeah. Asterisk one mm-hmm. or two or three. Hashtag. <laughs> I knew it was unlikely, but for the past four years, I hope I'd have a follow-up dream. There are a lot of questions, obviously, but the biggest being, what is humanity's greatest sin? It's not really a simple answer, and there's a lot to think about. It would have had to be a sin that everyone, including you and I, commit. Everybody has done something wrong in their life because that's just called being human. Mm -hmm. The words, humanity's greatest sin implies that we all do it inherently, no matter our background or lifestyle. I know it's a weird story, but I was told by a random netizen to share it with a podcast after Ah. I posted a shortened version of it in the comment section. Oh, welcome, Amy. Oh, this is exciting. Yes, thank you. Someone told their bestie. Someone told someone like we asked. Oh, my God. Thank you. See how it works. Not sure. See how it works. Not sure who. It was, but thank you for thank sharing you. the show. <laughs> yay, jazz hands. <laughs> did we both go yay? Jazz, we same. just did jazz hands and yay at the same time. <laughs> just so you know. But honestly, that's how it works. So thank you, whoever commented on Amy's post on the internet and yes. told them to submit to the show. So thank, thank you. you. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. We oh, love you. Oh, boy. What do you think now, yeah. Mindy, about Amy's dream? <laughs> This is a very high-level dream, and yeah. I don't know if I can get into it as much as I would think a dreamer can interpret it, right? Exactly. We always say that, right? Yeah. It's always about the dreamer and how they can relate it to their real lives. But let me just kind of take a 10,000-foot look at this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's the end of times. Right. Obviously, at the beginning, we think it's a hoax. Yeah. And even Amy in the dream thought it was a hoax. Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, this big rumor, it's it's going to be the end of time. But in the end, it really is the end of time. Yes, it comes true. It comes true. And I was just going to say, it's like, and how many times have we heard these hoaxes? Okay, um, you know, 12, 12, 12, it's the end of the world. And then <laughs> 1999 to 2000, it's yes. Y2K is the end of the world. It's like, we hear it so often that, of course, we just kind of throw it away as a hoax of course like the mayan calendar's ending so you know, it must be the end or the cults so many the cults, cults base them. yes there's comets coming to take us away and 
lots of other fun stuff coming around, <laughs> but it never seems to happen. So I understand why why it was like, oh, this really happened. <laughs> right. Now, the end of times in a dream can mean not just necessarily the end of humanity, although that was a strong thread throughout this. It can also mean the end of an era. So what is going on in Amy's life at this time? They did mention they were 16 when they yep. had this dream. That's a that's a which time of changes and formative age, <laughs> <Yes>. right? <laughs> and they said it was and they said it was 4 years. So if I had to guess now Amy's around 20. Yeah. When you're 16, you're coming to a lot of realization. You know, <laughs> yeah. you start switching from that very introspective the world's about me view of life to being very external with realizing you're not the only person on the planet. You hope that happens. I you hope. St- I still know some people that haven't gotten <laughs> out of it's all about me face. <laughs> true. That is true. But I think Amy here has a, has a grasp. I, I think they do, too. I think they do, too. <laughs> now, could it be the end of childhood for Amy? Could it be the end of a relationship? Can it be the end of an understanding about oneself mm-hmm. or maybe coming into a new understanding sure. of oneself? All of the above. <laughs> Let's talk about the locations a little bit. Okay. It starts at school, which is a community. Yeah. And it's all, this dream's all about community. It's about humanity. And a school is just one part of a community. Mm-hmm. And if there's anywhere that can spread a rumor <laughs> faster than anything, it's a high school. Oh, yeah. Or it's the internet. <laughs> or so, both. <laughs> so Or both. These days, these poor kids. We've, I mean, no chance. So glad we did not live <laughs> in the time where everything was documented and recorded. <laughs> For eternity. Oh, God. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. Okay. Nothing even bad, but just stupid, silly stuff. I don't know. Oh, yes. Completely. I'm glad we didn't have our lives documented the way the kids Uh, do these days. I mean, yeah. Every single second. So we talk about the hoax. There's a mix between believers and Mm non-believers with any hoax. There's going to be those people that 100% believe it. It's true. I don't care what science says or what kind of documentation there is. It's, I'm riding this train all the way. <laughs> and then there's the skeptics. And in the beginning of the dream, Amy doesn't really specify what side they're on. That's true. That's true. They didn't they're, say that. They're yeah. taking a neutral road. They're saying that a lot of people in school were saying it. The, the teachers were getting annoyed. Their mom said it was a hoax. But they never really stated their opinion, mm-hmm. which I think is yeah. an interesting part of this dream. So did Amy believe that this was actually true? Was it a transformative time of their life that there was like no trust in something that perhaps they believed in? Oh, yeah. Very interesting. Now, we get to the point where Amy's the only person left on Earth, which is <laughs> quite boring, if you ask me. Yeah, that's a that's a boring life. What, what are you going to do? Would, and if everything's dead, you can't even like grow vegetables or fruit. Ooh, that makes it very hard. So Amy's going to have to survive off like going to grocery stores and eating canned food like a hobo and beans on from a can. <laughs> For the rest of their life. <laughs> For the rest of their life. <laughs> but good thing no one else lives there because it's not like a zombie apocalypse no. where you have to fight over the food. Like, no, Amy's got it all. Maybe Amy will come to terms with whatever they're struggling with and... With kind of that sensory deprivation, mm, not complete mm-hmm. sensory deprivation, but, you know, being alone and only having you and your thoughts to think about, a lot of reflection can happen. Some good can come out of that. I think that's an interesting point because it is hard to be alone. Mm-hmm. It is hard. And sometimes just in life in general, you feel alone. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No one else is understanding what's happening right now. And perhaps I'm the only person. Yeah. But in the end... Oh, is that your little baby boy running yeah, around I know. up there? He's, yeah, I think he probably just got home and he's having a having an exciting moment. She probably bought bought him a new toy. She does that a lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot. I mean, it has it's been a little while still, but <laughs> he's so happy. <laughs> I know it's it is cute. It's so like, cute, but he does it to everyone. Like <laughs> like as soon as like mean anything, it he does it, does it to everyone. But he's like such a, he loves greed. I don't know if it's like the labradoodle in him, but like if like the re- appliance repairman, oh, <laughs> she scared me a little. <laughs> Shit. 
But she did it in such a way. She did it in such a way that I felt it on my back. And that's, I knew she was home. Can you hear her laughing? Hi, honey. How are you? Good. I love that. That was such a genuine freak out. We're going to have to put that on for everyone to see. That was awesome. Yeah. So I like your shirt. Oh, I'm sweating now. <laughs> you got her. You got her all. <laughs> you got her all going. <laughs> Are you just getting home? Yeah, I just got home from work. How was work? Work. Um, it, <laughs> it was, was work. Bad. It oh was, no! Yeah. Let me see your nails. Love them. Is that a blue yeah. or white? Yeah, it's, it's blue. blue. Love it. I love those. <laughs> Thanks. Good choice. <laughs> Well, now you get to, yeah, go home. I mean, go home. Go go relax from your bad day. Sorry. Yeah. Hugs. Have fun. (laughs) Bye. Hugs. Thanks for scaring me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I want to rewatch that. I knew she was here, too. I really want to rewatch it, though, because it was such a genuine scream. (laughs) Jump scare. Do you know what? Speaking of which... (laughs) Yeah, I'm like airing out my armpits, but I'm sweating. Which, so, Brett, my brother, I guess never things never change. He still gets a kick out of giving me a little fright too. I mean, just <laughs> on this last trip for a big guy, he is very quiet, and he came right up behind me. I was just sitting on the couch, and oh, I must have jumped a foot in the air. I was like. <gasps> I'm old now. My heart can't take my it. Heart, just <laughs> my heart just fakes a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, so that still happens. That was funny. Okay. That is funny. Oh, anyways, what I was saying about Kingston. Oh, yeah. Is he'll bring like the appliance repair guy, like a, a toy. Like as soon as he sees that someone's coming to the door, like he has to go get a present. And so he'll go get like a stuffy. And he comes over and he's like, hi, I brought you a present. Would you like to pet me now? <laughs> such a lover he is he's such a good boy he is a good boy all right (laughs) so to wrap this dream up i think the question remaining is what is humanity's biggest sin um i think it might be just in the title and amy said it being human being human is not perfect and people try to make it perfection but it's the imperfections that make us human, and that's what we want to share with the world is what makes us not only alike, but what separates us un- as unique individuals. We're mm-hmm. not perfect. Nobody is. Maybe Nobody it's is. not a sin. And maybe you can eat all the spam you want from the grocery store down the street. <laughs> and beans. <laughs> and beans. I know. I can't. I can't answer your, that better than you did. I think you wrapped that up beautifully. By okay. the way. Oh, okay. Good. And I, I was like, I was talking. thinking about it. No, I was thinking about it all day. As I read this dream, and actually, I had another dream picked out for the episode, and I came, I came, uh, this one came across my inbox, and I just, it, I've been thinking about it. Well, it's one of those dreams that leaves you thinking, and obviously, the same thing happened for Amy if they've been thinking about it for the last four, four years. years. Absolutely, and it's obviously affecting you too. You know, so yeah, it's got me question. thinking. I think it's going to have a lot of people thinking, and it's kind of a. A fun twist for us. You know, we don't get too existential. Right. You know, so this is very fascinating. And here's where was where my train thought was going. What makes us human, right? Yeah. I think one of the basic things that make us human is empathy. Oh, yeah. And having empathy for other humans. And so if the greatest sin is against that, is it that humanity breaks down and there's no kindness towards another human being yeah or uh, i mean basically kindness or understanding in any way understanding yeah yeah oh wow Wow. now (laughs) i know now i'm gonna be thinking about it all night because i just heard it so you know you've been like pondering Mm. it all day and i have been it has been on my mind this is going to be on my mind tonight. <laughs> Might be calling Mindy in the middle of the night like, oh, just thought I about what Amy said. <laughs> Thank you, Amy, for sharing Thank your you dream. And much. welcome to the podcast. Yay. That was great. I love the I love the claps. Oh, the little clap. And does Amy get a shimmy? Amy gets a shimmy, of course. Yeah, they get a shimmy. <laughs> you guys, very exciting news. 
very exciting news. New merch is now available. We all know. I don't like it. That is... I don't like it. I don't like it. You know our thing, Mindy and I say. <laughs> Everyone's going to want this shirt because we say it about 10 times an episode each. And it's yes. lovely. And it's now available on remelations.com slash store for this hot new... I don't like it, merch. We got I don't like it. stickers, we got coffee mugs, notebooks, t-shirts, whatever you want, you can find tell it there. Tell people you don't like it. Just tell people you don't like anything. And show them. You don't even yeah, have to say a like, word. Just wear your shirt. Just, just point, point to your shirt. Point to don't your shirt. Don't like it. Save some, save some of your breath for other things. <laughs> Thanks, Brooke. <laughs> well, you know what that brings us to. What is it? Catnaps. Yay! Bestie, if you don't know, Catnaps is the part of the show where we read a lot of dreams really quickly and don't analyze them. We just have fun telling you people's fucked up REM cycles. Mm -hmm. So here we go. Yes. Let me get started. Okay. This is Jenny, and she's from Lawrence. I had the weirdest recurring dream as a child. Always. Always these recurring dreams, huh? It starts with me and my mom at her friend's house. My mom and her friend go into the other room, and I start to look around. On the kitchen table, I see a fish on a cutting board by a fish tank. Hmm. It starts talking to me, (laughs) telling me I shouldn't touch it. Don't touch me. (laughs) Don't touch me. I'm ticklish. (laughs) I just need water. (laughs) I know I'm not supposed to touch anything, but I do anyway. (laughs) As soon as I touch the fish... Mom's friend comes out of nowhere and turns into a brown goblin monster. Oh. And another randomly appears, and I turn to run. Okay. Okay. So now we got goblin monsters and talking fish. Randos. Okay. Yeah. Finally, I run out the sliding glass door, and suddenly, for whatever reason, I'm in the mystery machine with the (laughs) Scooby-Doo gang driving off a cliff into a swirling green vortex. And then I woke up. (laughs) well that is very specific that is all over the place jenny and that's a dream for you it starts somewhere and it ends somewhere completely unrelated and different what did you eat before you went to bed (laughs) wasn't an edible (laughs) was it because it sounds like a fun little journey you went on here's a story i when i was 10 11 my neighborhood best friend Brittany Mm -hmm. went on vacation yes Brittany Pickle, <laughs> the best last name ever. I love her. Mm-hmm. Hello, Brits. Hello. So she went on this family vacation, and yep. she had, like, a goldfish, and she needed a babysitter. And I'm oh, like, no. of course, I will babysit your goldfish for you. Mindy. <laughs> Sorry. Am, am I going <laughs> to like this story? No. <laughs> so the goldfish, and it's little, like, little, you know, think of, like, a standard fish tank bowl. Like a yeah, bowl. Yeah, bowl. It had like the little colored gravel, it had a couple fake plants, goldfish. S- sat in our kitchen and a couple days. Great. Goldie was fine. Goldie. Goldie was ha- living her best life. When all of a sudden I come home from school and Goldie's gone. Oh no. Oh no. Gone. Mindy. And so I say to my mom, I say, Mom, what happened to Goldie? <laughs> and she goes, Oh, no, Mindy, I don't like it. She jumped out and fell between the counter and the stove in the gap. What? Like, what? I don't think that actually happens. What Look, in a million shot if that actually happened? <laughs> when I was 10, I bought it. I was like, oh, Goldie wanted to do like water acrobatics and jumped out of the water, happened to very poorly land in a spot. <laughs> Goldie didn't stick the landing. (laughs) Did not. But now, like, looking back as an adult, I'm like, why did my mom come up with such an elaborate story? Like, she probably just scooped the dead fish out and, like, chucked it in the toilet. Yeah, why did it have to jump out and why did it have to land between the stove and the I don't know. Such a weird descriptive story. (laughs) I don't understand my mom and her stories sometimes. <laughs> well, rest in peace, Goldie. Rest in peace, Goldie. And and I told my best friend, of course, at the time, like, 
Oh, how did I'm you sorry, even? but Goldie did not stick the landing. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> Is that like, exactly oh. how you put it? No, because I didn't think of that until you said it. But <laughs> Goldie went out in style. In I style. mean, she, she was doing her thing. Flipping. Mm-hmm. Flipping. And flopping. <laughs> flopping. Or not. Just in between the counter and the stove. You know where that gap is. You know how it I works. know that gap. It yeah. gets full of all kinds of crap. I think you'd see a fish. I think you would. The gap's And if that, that happened, wouldn't you just like pull out the fish stove and save? It's the story. It doesn't add up. It doesn't add up, Mom. Mom. The story doesn't add up. Lynn, <laughs> what's happening? Come on. Let's rethink this one. <laughs> <laughs> that was traumatic. I felt, I felt like I let my friend down. Okay. Well, I'm not asking you to pet sit, that's for sure. You know, I would <laughs> take care of those damn beautiful I kittens, know you cat would. felines of yours. I know you would love with them. With all my heart and soul. I know you would. As long okay. as I don't have any fish, I'll let you babysit. Yes. okay. <laughs> all right. What do you got? Speaking of felines, I've got a, this dream from Izzy from Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. Love the name. I, I love the name Izzy. Izzy. Mm-hmm. So cute. I literally just had this dream. Mm-hmm. I had two kittens. Aww. One was black and one was white. Mm-hmm. The black kitten had eight eyes. Ooh. And the white kitten had five. Huh. I think. It's kind of hard to remember. <laughs> Still have multiple way, eyes. More eyes than a cat should have. They need two. Yeah. Just two. She goes, pretty weird, but people really wanted these kittens. <laughs> I sold one of them to Taylor Swift for $4 million. Wow. Oh, Izzy, and then I, woke I think. Up. Damn it. <laughs> damn it, because she loves her cats. I know that much. She, you could have probably gotten a little more than $4 million, I bet, from that lady. She's got enough. She's, She's got, got enough. some pocket change. She loves her cats. She loves her cats and she loves has some pocket change. You could have sold her the set. That's you want eight eyes and that's eight thirteen eyes <laughs> for the price of twenty four million minus thirteen or divided by thirteen. That's and plus a lot of math. Seventy five million dollars. Deal of a lifetime. Did, did you just do that in your head? Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> Moving along. Moving along. I got another kind of short but sweet one also about some famous musicians oh it was oh maybe i should tell you who it's from joe from nantucket reminds me wings remember wings the tv show we've talked about wings on this i know but it it took place in nantucket and his name was joe hackett Mm. okay it was basically indiana jones-esque dream oh yeah with traps and everything but also one thing you should know is that it starred the Rolling Stones, all four of them. Oh. I'm like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I like I'm it. In, I'm into Bring this. Basically, yeah. this was like an extended badass music video. Yeah. And then I woke up. Oh, Damn. man. It's, oh, it was going to be good. You know it was going to be good. Oh, just said that you see the rolling snooze it snooze it snooze it it and try to go back into that shiz i mean come on (laughs) the rolling stones in like an indiana jones adventure i don't care if it's a dream or not like if if you have a celebrity in your dream it's almost like the real thing it is it's like it's it's almost like a little private video for you and could you imagine could you even imagine I mean, that must have been a wild ride. I mean, they they have so different, such different personalities. I would, I would love to see them. I have not. I know my family is like huge Stone fans. Like mm-hmm. my my sister, my brother in law, my niece, my other sister. Like they go to concerts all the time. But like, yeah. Mm, oh God, good. I saw them at Soldier Field. Did you? And it was amazing. Only it was in October, so cold. anyone that knows the Midwest. It could Rain. be freezing. It could be snowing. It could be lovely. Well, it was freezing. 
Yeah. And poor Mick Jagger, he's up there and he's dancing and he goes. He's skin. He's so tiny. He's so tiny, but he's moving around. He's like, I can't feel my feet. And we are laughing. I'm like, oh, it's so cute. I can't feel my feet. Oh, Mick. Oh. Yeah, it was a great show. Hashtag. What does Mick Jagger Jagger dream? dream? Sweet little. Sweet little. Maybe he dreams little socks to keep his little tootsies warm and toasty when he's performing. Let's hear I, it. Let's hear it, let's Mick. Hear it. Let's hear we it. We want to know. We got to know. Please. <laughs> Friends. And don't forget, bestie, hashtag this on social media because that's mm-hmm. the way it's going to get in front of these people. Do you want to hear answer. from Mick Jagger or not? I do. We just need a little help. So we're going to do our part. You do your you part. You got to do yours. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. I'm going to dream from Marcos, and he's from Bristol, England. Ooh. Just like the Rolling Stones are from England. Hmm, Wow. Okay. Nice tie-in. I am an 18-year-old male, and I just had this dream. My mom and I were driving away from a tsunami that was slowly chasing us on the horizon. We were trying to drive quickly to escape it. The sky was slowly turning black with wind and lightning as we were approaching the house. This is where we were supposed to take shelter. It was a relative's home. As soon as we pulled in and began to unpack our belongings from the car with all the food and supplies that we had brought. I'm Maybe sorry. This sounds a little bit like your tornado situation a few weeks ago. <laughs> I'm trying you just, to. You just unpack bare, the groceries. Barely get in the garage. <laughs> I think tsunami, you don't have that much time. But No, you know, not that much you, time. High ground. High ground. Up, 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 up. <laughs> Then, me and my mom began to have a small argument. My mom kept insisting we bring in all the supplies into the house. Oh, mom, we don't have time for this. As the tsunami was approaching the horizon and now at a quicker pace. We must have spent around five additional minutes outside the house unpacking. Oh, that's five minutes you don't have to spare. My mom kept insisting we brought the bananas. She then starts slowly removing six bundles of bananas from the car. Slowly, of course. And had me place them in the bag with perfection. Oh, my God. I'd be Each time. Mom, there is a tsunami. We do not need bananas. You know what I'd like more than bananas? Life. I'd like us to live and have air. Canned food. Beans. Beans. Bring out the beans. Bring out and the beans and the can opener. That's all you need. Each time I would drop a banana, she would scream and criticize oh. me. Oh, This nice. process took like a whole two minutes. <laughs> somehow, somehow we managed to get into the house before we died. When we entered the home, we were promptly greeted by our family and strangers. And my mom walked into the bathroom. And then I woke up. <laughs> Mom's like, I'm so pissed you treated those bananas. I'm out of here. I got to like, take a moment. I'm taking I'm taking but 10 minutes. Seriously, Mom. And then all of a sudden you hear the bath turn on. She's like, nope, I need longer. I'm taking a bath. Don't come. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> the salts. But Mom, it's just bananas. There's a tsunami. We don't need the bananas. bananas. Wow. Not necessary. Wow, wow, wow. Well, thanks, Marcos. <laughs> all the way from England. Yay, across the pond. We love it. This is Carter, and I don't know where he's from. He did not put, but... Okay. Everyone has purely electronic bikes, and I was trying to get my parents to buy me one. Sounds like fun. Yeah, I like it. They are reluctant. Hmm, parents are reluctant to buy their kids some kind of motorized vehicle? Shocking, right? They're reluctant, and but finally buy me one. So I'm riding around with some of my guy friends, and I run into a large fake rock in the ground. Go flying and get seriously hurt. Isn't that how it always is? You get something, you're supposed to be careful on it, and... Did you have your helmet on? Did Mm, you? I don't think so, because... Elbow pads? Doesn't sound like it. Okay. Carter says, this wasn't a broken bone or concussion... This was having my brain exposed. 
oh. my bone on my right arm poking out and my left foot just barely hanging on. That's I'll, very, that is a very serious. This is a very bad fall. Accident. <laughs> very Along bad. with heavy gashes all over my body. So I go home and act like nothing happened so I wouldn't get in trouble. And then I woke up. (laughs) How fast were you going? Were you going like 100 miles an hour? And it's, I love how it was a fake rock in the ground. You like, probably like one of those decorative rocks, you know, not like the, that plays the music at the outdoor mall. Yeah, that that hides, that hides the speaker. (laughs) Damn, hit that fucking fake rock and brain exposed, bones poking out. That's hard nice. to hide. That brain exposed is very hard to hide. So I'm guess. guessing no helmet, no elbow pads, no knee pads. Just guessing. Just straight up. Going it. for it. Just yeah. going okay. for it, Carter. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I'm going to take a very dark turn now with Melissa's dream. <gasps> Scary. Yeah. And Melissa's from Lenore, North Carolina. Okay. The past couple nights, I haven't been sleeping well for a couple of different reasons. But one of those reasons is because of a terrifying nightmare I'm having. Oh, no. When I am finally able to wake up from it, I wake up having a full-blown panic attack, and I'm in tears. I am crying my eyes out of tears. I'm kind of nervous about sharing my dream because how much it bothers me, but here it goes. Mm. Thanks, Melissa. Yeah. It's safe space. You can write anything you want to us. Absolutely. First, I'd like to say that in my dream, I know I am dreaming. So dream aware. Yep. The whole time in the dream slash nightmare, I know that I am dreaming and I am trying to wake myself up. Every time I've had this dream in the last couple nights, it's the exact same dream. Oh, I don't like when there's no progress (laughs) or changes. It starts off where I'm in this empty room, except it has one table in the far left-hand corner of the room. The walls, the floor, and the ceiling are all gray. Light gray. There are no windows at all, and I can feel something bad is coming. That feeling you get when you're being watched, and that's what I felt like. Such a creepy, icky feeling. Yeah, too sanitary to want to enjoy things and no i don't like the idea of being watched or that feeling of being sterile watched. room Ooh, something you're right something good's not gonna happen there the hairs on the back of my neck stand up i look to the right and when i turn back looking in front of me there is a man standing there no he's got pale white skin he's dressed in all black and i hate to say it but he's very attractive Okay. I feel <laughs> extremely drawn to him. Well, that's that's kind of like Dracula, isn't it? Uh, A like pale, it. tall, handsome, mysterious man dressed in black. Mm-hmm. And didn't Dracula get you with his his love and his... Ooh. Okay, well, the only facial features I can make out are his eyes. Ooh. Which are jet black. Mm-mm. There are no white in his eyes, only black. At first, he has a flirty smirk, mm-hmm. which then turns into a sinister smirk. Oof. That fine line. There's a fine line yeah. with smirks when it turns super creepy. Mm-hmm. And then he starts smiling, this extremely evil smile. Showing his pointed, razor-sharp teeth oh. that are stained with blood. <laughs> you called it. You called it. This is crazy. He holds his hands out and motions for me to come to him. But I start backing up, and it is then like a picture is being put in my head of me. In my head, I see me with this evil, evil smile. And even my eyes look just as evil. Oh, my God. I know I must sleep the whole time because I keep telling myself it's a nightmare and to wake up. I turn and start running down this hallway that wasn't there before. And I start running and I'm praying, please, God, wake me up. Please, God, wake me up. And just as soon as I say, please, God, help me, I wake up. And I'm having a complete panic attack and I'm crying hysterically. Oh, 
This nightmare is truly terrifying me. And when I close my eyes, I can still see the picture of myself. And I looked so evil. Oh, that's. Ooh, that one made me nervous. A recurring one. That's not. That's, that's not, not great. Fun. A couple no. nights in a row. That's not. That's not great, Melissa. No, no, no. Just kind of like the existential look at yourself. This is me right. looking evil. Ooh, I don't. Right. I don't like yeah, it. like I don't want it. I don't want to look evil. No one <laughs> wants to see themselves as like a dead evil face. No, like when Blank it's eyes. pure evil, you don't want to feel that about yourself because that's like almost total loss. Yeah, total control. Okay, this one's a little silly one. Bring us back up a little bit. Yeah, let's get away from the vampires, please. Thank you. This is Bethany, and she's from Vermont. Okay. I was coming home from school, and the path was covered by freshly cut grass. Mm, Don't you love the smell of freshly cut grass? That's why spring is my favorite season. It is spring. Because... Living in the Midwest, the first smell of cut grass is like the best smell. It's the sign of my, spring. And that's that's my favorite season. What's it is? What's your favorite season, darling? Uh, mine is probably also spring, but close second would be fall. Mm. I'm not. I don't like the extreme hot or cold. I don't like the snow or the humidity. So I like those. So wait, rank fall. them out of four: spring, fall. Well, summer's last. Oh, okay. So summer would be four, winter, no. Oh, God, I hate winter, too. Where am, why <laughs> am I living here? Why? But you have to answer it. Give me your top four right now. One, two, three. Fall, spring, winter, summer. Summer, <laughs> winter. Ah, I don't know. What are yours? What? Shit. Ugh. I hate snow, but. You hate uh, being hot. But I, but you can do you can do water stuff in the summer, which is when I what I like to do. I think you answered your own question. Okay, uh, fall, spring, summer, winter. Okay, I gotta and? go. Spring, summer, fall, winter. Oh, okay. It, you know, I'm a Virgo. I'm gonna go in order. <laughs> I'm a Virgo. <laughs> gotta keep it all in line. No, seriously, spring's <laughs> the best because you got like that fresh cut grass, and then you've got. Summer, yet water, warmth, fall, it's fine. It's like the opposite of spring, of course. And then winter, I hate the most. See, I like fall because I like also, for the same reason, the smell of fall. Fall has a very distinct distinct smell in the Midwest. Like maybe you're smelling someone having um, like a campfire or um, burning leaves leaves or their first fire in their fireplace. And there's that chill in the air it does create it does a scent and i i don't know it makes me think of getting ready for the holidays it's coming up like so i don't know we all have different reasons for why we like different things so bestie we're gonna post in our facebook group uh this question so if you want to chime in search us on facebook group revelations besties and you'll find us answer the question i'm very curious i'm curious too and it totally dependent on where you live True. Totally dependent on where you live. Like if I'm in Arizona, I'm gonna hate. I'm gonna hate summer. Summer, yeah. Their summer is like our winter. I'm like, what? They're like, what do you do in winter? We're like, stay Can't inside. And they're like, yeah. What do you do in summer? Stay inside. It's yeah. like for Same totally thing. different reasons, but that's the season you stay inside and do nothing. Yeah. Sorry for that sidebar. <laughs> the grass. It was the grass, of course. Yes. Everyone was shouting, "Look out for the grass!" Obviously, I thought it was a joke as there was grass everywhere. So I walk onto the field that's right outside of my school. I start sinking and I wish that I just Hmm. stayed on the path. But for some reason, I could fly. So I did. And then just flew around my town. And then I woke up. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love that for you. I love that for you, Bethany. That's just very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Very Sounds simple and sweet. Lovely. Very simple and sweet. All right. This next one comes from Abigail from Burnham Woods, Wisconsin. Okay. So last night I had a vivid, realistic dream. Mm. I stepped on a sewing needle Ouch. and had a splinter. <laughs> both? both? At the same time? Yes, both. <laughs> 
Oh. Boo and boo. Yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't feel boo. the needle. Oof. It was starting to hurt, so I found the mark where it went in and opened it up with a needle. Do you ever have to, like, get a splinter out? And you, like, use a, a needle, needle to push get... it out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a great, it's not a great feeling to talk about. No. Or a great. Okay. But well, why, you know do you notice dads, like, I feel like dads are good at getting splinters out. Yes. Like dads. Maybe always... they have some, like, secret thing. I don't know. Where maybe they wanna... there's something they have in their genes where they are like, we can get a splinter out. Here yes. you go. And it happened every time. And he could use like his nail or something, you know, like it always just popped right out. Do you ever have like, you know, those weird family remedies? Oh, like if we had a yeah. bee sting, like there's yeah. certain things you have to do. If you have a black eye, there's certain things you have to do. You have to put like a, a cold steak on it. Steak on your eye. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I and only saw stings. that in movies. Was this my, real in your family? Yes. Yeah. Like my grandma oh. had these weird things that she would do. Oh. Like. Steak mm. on your eye for yeah. or steak wherever your bruise was. Yeah. I don't understand the science behind that. And that bothers me. I guess me, I but... never looked it up. I just, you know, like saw it, you know, on TV or movies and like, oh, well, you must put a steak on your eye. But I never looked into why. And then there was always like if you had a bee sting, like to put um, some, some sort of paste on it. I don't know if it's like baking soda. Oh, to stop the itching. To, to bring out the stinger. Oh, to bring out the stinger. Yeah. Oh, wow. Or maybe there's a steak. Maybe I'm getting mixed up. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it's a steak for everything. (laughs) Maybe put paste on the steak and put it on your stung bead eye. Yep, that's what it is. Yeah, that's probably it. Well, either way, Abigail (laughs) was trying to get out her splinter slash sewing needle (laughs) with a needle. Wait, (laughs) with a a whole separate needle. I'm She's trying to get... A needle and a splinter out with another needle. Yeah, I think that's what we're at okay. here. Okay, that's where we are. But and then she goes, and then this this is where things get weird. Uh oh. I squeezed it, trying to pop uh. it out, but instead <laughs> of the needle, something green appears. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> By the t-shirt. By the t-shirt. Um. Something green appears. It oddly doesn't hurt. And I grabbed it and pulled it, revealing... No! A cucumber. (laughs) Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. That's... Thank God? I think that's pretty awful, too. No, I thought it was going to be alive and something that was... Eating her flesh from the a inside. Cucumber. And yeah, like a wormy foot. thing. Cucumbers are delicious. I don't want to eat a foot cucumber. Let me oh, just put trust that on the me. record. Yeah, let me put that on the record too. Cucumbers, one of my favorites. Don't want a foot mm. cucumber. No, Mm-mm. not coming. I'm, no, gross. I don't mm. want them coming out of a foot. So cucumber comes out of the foot. I have <sighs> no idea how it would get in there or fit, but it did. <laughs> It's not just a super skinny cucumber. It's, it's like, like a, a full size. And a seasoned cucumber. It must have gone up her ankle and into yeah. her uh, into her calf, calf a little bit to fit. But it didn't hurt at all. I took a picture so that people would believe me. And then I removed it. Last thing I remember was posting the pic on social media. <laughs> and then I woke up. <gasps> I love it. But I'm so concerned about... <laughs> The sewing needle and the splinter that have to still be yeah, in there. Like, Abigail's like, look what I got for my garden today. A foot cucumber. I'd be feeding it to people and be like, how do you like this cucumber? Hmm? And then after they eat it, be like, that came out of my foot. It came out of my foot. <laughs> Want to see the picture? And then freak them nope. totally out. <laughs> I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Indeed, Arini. Amy, thank you so much for your dream and really opening us up to some thinking. Deep thinking. Deep thinking that we're going to be doing all night. Thank you very much. And also, we had some great catnaps today. A lot of fun. So thank you for submitting your dreams. Keep them coming. Yes. And I don't want any fuck cucumbers, by the Mm -mm, way. I don't Mm -hmm. either. Done. Done with that. (laughs) But I do have a very interesting topic, Mindy. 
Okay. It's one you might be familiar with. It's my little game I like to play with you. Insane, guilty, or not guilty when we're talking about sleepwalking murder cases. Oh, okay. Here we go. Are you ready? ready? I reckon I am. (laughs) You reckon. Brian Thomas woke up to discover he had killed his wife of over 40 years when when they were on holiday in July of 2008. He claims he was having a dream in which an intruder broke into the couple's camper and Thomas attacked him. But upon waking up, he realized he, in fact, strangled his wife. Thomas was visibly distraught and family members, including the couple's daughter, testified that Thomas had longstanding issues with sleepwalking and during episodes he would Mm. act rather strangely. Okay. It was also reported that Thomas normally took medication for depression but had stopped just before his vacation because it caused impotence. Side effects for ceasing this medication. Side effects. Side effects, always side effects. For ceasing this medication include vivid, realistic nightmares. Oh, okay. The court ultimately decided... What do you think, Mindy? Damn it. I know. Hmm. 40 years is a long time to be married. It's a long time. And I think, I hate this game, by the way. (laughs) Because I feel like, I don't know enough to say that there wasn't any domestic abuse in a relationship. Just because it's 40 years doesn't mean there wasn't. Oh, yeah. Um, But 40 years is a long time. (laughs) <laughs> the fact that family had said that he had a long-standing issue with sleep disorders is interesting. <laughs> Can do you? Where is this from? Can I ask? Um, the UK. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I lo- you would be such a good like jury member. Like you're really like oh. going through it. Like you should I be would the love- head. <laughs> <laughs> what is it I called? I would love the jury. To be. The, uh, what? The head juror? Is that what it is? Is it that um, easy? No, the it's head? called um, Foreman. Am, Foreman. Why am I having such a brain fart today? Wow. <laughs> well, let me tell you, Mindy. Oh, wait, I'm not ready. I haven't given uh, my oh. decision yet. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, I'm gosh. still working through it. Okay, You're right. Work through I it. would love to be on a case. I would. Um, I think you would do a great job. Because you know I'm Switzerland. Yeah, I, I want to know so all the like facts. You would be the most fair. <laughs> I would be the most fair. Yeah. Um, the fact that his family testified that he has his issues. I would like to know more about the scene. Do we know anything more about the scene? I don't have any okay. further details. Well, with the evidence that has been presented before <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Insane. The court ultimately decided to drop all charges, given the evidence supporting Thomas's automatism at the time. That so, wasn't an option, Brooke. No, it's not guilty. Drop char- you didn't say guilty, innocent, insane, or drop sorry. charges. No, I'm sorry. It means not guilty. It means not guilty. Okay, okay. Not guilty. Sorry. Ooh, I'm sorry. Very specific here with my. Okay. Good job, Mindy. You you didn't well, get it, but you really thought about it. I well, I wish I had more, and I these I are know. ones we have to do deep dive. Deep nope. dives. These are ones we have to do a deep dive on because I want to know more. I know. I only Bestie, have if you want to know more, let us know because yeah, yeah, because mm. we could definitely dive into some of these cases a lot more. But yeah. Wild you, stuff. But honestly, if you play the long game of sleep issues. Like, so maybe if I start, well, obviously, that's been my game. I've been telling you of sleep if, issues that's for true. life. That's true. And it's I'm on the podcast. Pl- I, and it's on the podcast. So I'm playing the long game. I don't know what, so I don't know you, what my end goal is, but I'm going to blame it on sleeping. Chad or yeah. anyone, like, well, it's, we'll know. it's been it's proven. It's long game. It, it's she been proven. She talked about it all the time for years. Don't like it. 
Oh, okay. boy, well, howdy. thank you for sharing. Yes, 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 yes. You know, those pop up from time to time. We'd always like, I always like to make Mindy think and and I will. Squirm and now, in and now I'm going to have to like go deep dive on these things. I know. I appreciate I'm sorry. it. And I love you. I love but you. I don't. Um, moving along. How was, how was your week? <laughs> so this week has been good, but I actually wanted to tell you something. I forgot to tell you this about my trip to Arizona, which how, but here it is. You're, you're, okay. This is. Only this something. This was your, you were in Arizona, you're traveling for your cousin's wedding. Is that Cousin's correct? wedding, right. yes. Okay. And so um, the wedding was on Saturday and it was beautiful, beautiful, just stunning. But the night before, a big group of us went to Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. It's a very popular band, especially in the Southwest, kind of like a rockabilly okay. bluegrass band. Oh, fun. I, w- I would yeah. love this. So oh, it was I'm in. A fun atmosphere. It was, it was like this um, dive bar right and we're like well where is where is this band gonna play because they have (laughs) a lot of fans so my brother and I got there we didn't know who was going to be there people from the wedding and stuff it was like an open invitation from the couple the bride well no you had to the bride bought us our tickets which was so nice like the show was they were there for three nights this band sold out all weekend oh wow big big deal Big deal. They actually kind of picked this for their wedding weekend because this is often when this band performs. It is, you know, kind of a big deal. So we're all kind of trying to run into each other, meet, whatever. Brett and I, my brother and I get there. We walk out the back doors and it opens up. There's just this huge outside area. So it was just beautiful because we're like, where is there going to be a band in this tiny little (laughs) hole in the wall, right? Yes. So we're out walking and it's beautiful up there, just trying to find people. We end up- Where in Arizona were you? This was called Pine Top. So it's up, it's further north. So it's still warm during the day, but at night it was so gorgeous. Yeah. Breeze, it was lovely. It was just perfect. So we're having fun. Um, The band starts, we're all kind of dancing, catching up. My brother- he decides he wants to sit down for a minute because he was getting a little dizzy because he has diabetes. So I'm like, I'll sit with you for a minute. Mm-hmm. And that was the decision that <laughs> started the whole okay. thing. So I'll post a picture on our Facebook group for this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's me deciding, should I go to the bathroom inside or the porta potty outside? Because oh. I was very close to the porta potties. I'll take the inside every day. I almost did, but they had regular porta potties, and then they had one of those nice that looks like a what like do you, a camper, like a, like a camper, type? like a trailer yeah. where you take yeah. two like steps. So I'm like, you know yeah, what? I'll go to the, I'll go to that one because okay. it would be a whole production to get through the crowd and everything. Sure. So, but I'm standing there alone in line. And it's a huge line, and I'm you know me. I'm just kind of chatting it up. I see an interesting looking guy. He's wearing all like cowboy attire, which I mean, it's Arizona, but I'm still thinking this guy's dedicated because he's also just smoking a pipe and he's a young oh. guy. So, of course, I start okay. asking him something like, hey, man, I like your outfit. What's what's going on here? You know, just <laughs> what's the story? Chit-chatting, chit-chatting. And he's like, well, you see those two doors? And he points to like this back, dark corner what? of this bar. And I'm like, okay. he's like, it's invite only, but. You can come in. No. And I'm like, Brooke, Jennifer, old house. You better have not followed this guy into a dark alley trailer. No. I will kill you. No. So I'm like, what is it? And he's like, well, you have to see. Like being very like, Mm-mm. very, you're like, I would never Mysterious. have done this. Yeah. But no. that, I guess, is the point. So that's why I'm not saying, like, specific names or anything. But mm. so I'm like, okay. I said, let me think about it. And <laughs> I immediately went to Brett, my brother, because I'm like, I. Well, cu- good. You I'm did a curious. check-in, and yes. that's fine. Yes. That's good. But Tell I was. someone your plan. And I I'm was okay also not going, going to go without him. Excellent choice. But high five so, for not getting murdered. Thank you. So I go up to Brett and I go, hey, this guy just invited me to this private back room by invite only. The look on Brett's face, if I could show you, it, it just like your face just said everything. It was like, yeah. what the fuck 
are you talking about? Like just Bro, total disbelief. What the I had to explain to him like three times and each time he's like not budging. Guy, cowboy suit, <laughs> inviting me to a back room. Want to go. It's dark. It's a, like a trailer, but it's okay. We're going to go anyways. Yes. That's the look? Okay. That's the look. And it. It, it he's like shaking his head the whole time. I'm like, why? Let's just see. Like I felt safe with him. I'm glad you, yes, had a partner. I, Absolutely. Right. But the whole time he's still shaking his head. And I have no idea what we're walking into either. So I kind of opened these like saloon doors. And then we're <laughs> in what I can only describe as like, so like there's architecture, like Adobe homes in sure. the Southwest, kind of like mud bricks and stuff. Yeah. So it feels like that from like the 1800s, you know, like just a small Got Adobe it. room with some knickknacks. And I'm like, nobody's this in there. It's a tiny party. It's like this. So then we walk up like two steps and then we're in this bar. Okay. But this bar is still, it's like almost like a speakeasy from the 1800s because it's set hmm. back behind this other room Liking that's behind okay. this other thing. There's you know? more people here, not but, so but creepy. there was only about seven people total. It was tiny. Okay. okay. And then the guy was like, were you invited? And I was like, I was, this is my brother. And then the guy whose name, by the way, was Rattlesnake, who invited me. Oh, was of like, course it was. He's like, yep, she's invited. And so Brett and I sit well, down. Well, can you just answer yes, even if like you weren't? Were no, you I think he had to prove. Yes. Was Rattlesnake the guy that you met in the bathroom line? Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Oh, so he works okay. there. Awesome. It's, so that's why he's all in the gotcha. get up. Because it's all set in this 1800s-esque bar. It's not modern I'm loving at all. the story. It's so bizarre. So like I said, there's like seven people, including the two bartenders, Rattlesnake and Waylon. We don't need two bartenders for seven people. No, I but mean, it was like... really getting jazzed. It was like the most amazing, like fresh juices and mm. stuff for drinks. And there was only a list of certain things you could get and you had to get that. There was like no other options. And there was a drink called the Linda Ronstad. And so Brett and I are both like, two of those, Sounds please. Yeah. Um, we didn't even have to look at anything else. And we just were sitting there like, what is happening? And Brett's like, <laughs> how does this stuff happen to you? I'm like, I don't know. I just don't You have know. that face, Brooke. You have this face that just invites curiosity and strange things. And that's but it, why I'm Like I was going to say, it could have gone... Either way, but it was a roll of the dice. We are on vacation. Vacation, I agree. You you have to go with do it all, right? Yeah, yeah. But you took the precautionary step of bringing your brother with you so you were not just like following a rando named (laughs) Rattlesnake into a, quote, bar in the back. (laughs) Yeah, it's like an old school speakeasy from the 1800s behind a room from the 1800s behind saloon doors from a modern day dive bar. Fun. I mean, it's like, it was, it was and wild. And how was the drink? Best drink I ever had. Really? Not going to lie. Not just because mm. of the experience, but because, what? oh, it was a spicy what was it? Like, was mango it a... margarita. Mm. And okay. I don't like spicy, but tequila. I had to have that Linda Ronstadt, my God. And we just sat back there and I felt bad, but it was like, we have to experience this. Like the concert, the concert's going on outside and we're in this like back room going, what the, we had just gotten there, you know, like from <laughs> Iowa and we're like, what's happening? Like it's ha- our trip is happening already. Like Love it. It was wild and it was a lot of fun. So I have a picture of yes. me hugging Rattlesnake, thanking him. Please. And just- I'll definitely post that for you. We're going to post it on the Facebook group. Yep. Well, that is a great, <laughs> that is a great know. story. And and I wouldn't expect anything less from you because oh, well, I try. happenstance <laughs> seems to follow you it for does. some reason. Yeah. My brother too. It. So I think, you know. you When you and your brother combined sibling forces, it's like <laughs> a, weird a weird tornado vortex of Yeah. Strangeness life. will happen. Yes, yes. It's interesting. Love it. Yeah, it was wild. It was a really fun time. So thank you. That's an awesome. Yeah. Story. How was your week? And I've been talking about my week because yours was so good. Okay. Why? Well, I- <laughs> so oh, I was. Yeah. Like, that's an incredible story. And 
Thank my you. life uh, this week pales in comparison. So oh, thank on. you for sharing. <laughs> and um, well, yeah, well, you know, it's you and me, Mindy. I can't top a tornado. You can't top a secret bar. I think so. a secret bar with a man named Rattlesnake ranks up there. <laughs> it's up I'm, there. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It wasn't a life or death situation, though. But but it was a life experience. Experience. So, there you go. Yes. <laughs> All right, Bessie, that is wrapping up another episode. But we want you to do us one favor, and that's to tell your friend about the show. You can tell that crazy guy named Rattlesnake that lured you into a <laughs> backroom speakeasy. Mm. Shout out to Rattlesnake. You can also tell your bestie Taylor Swift who bought a 13 eyes of cats from you. <laughs> or you can tell your mom who just can't let the bananas go during a tsunami. <laughs> Let Tell them go. about the podcast. Just, Mom, mm-hmm. it's not the time. Nope. But it is time to listen to Revelations. Yeah. That's what you got to tell her. <laughs> Bananas stay, put on your podcast. Exactly. Bestie, that's how we grow. Just tell one friend about the show. We would love you and appreciate that gesture from you forever and ever. And ever. And ever. <laughs> nice. As always, it's been so much fun. It's been so much fun hanging out with you. Of course, love. And thank you to all of our besties. And until next week. Sweet Sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. bitches. (laughs) Did you like my little like hand signal? I'm like, (laughs) yeah, rock out. Rattlesnake says rock out. (laughs)